Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 18, beginning in verse 1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall in his own esteem. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The first one to plead his cause seems right until his neighbor comes and examines him. Casting lots causes contentions to cease and keeps the mighty apart. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor man uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Friends, today I'd like to take a closer look at verse 15 
And Proverb 18, verse 15, says this, The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Friends, we will take a closer look at that verse prior to closing today. But what I'd like to do today is continue in our study on the book of Job. Today we'll be looking at chapter 34. And in chapter 34, this chapter is entitled, Elihu Proclaims God's Justice. In verses 2 through 15, Elihu is speaking to Job's three friends, and in verses 16 through 33, Elihu is addressing Job directly. Let's begin in verse 1. Elihu further answered and said, Hear my words, you wise men. Give ear to me, you who have knowledge. For the ear tests words as the palate tastes food. Let us choose justice for ourselves. Let us know among ourselves what is good. And friends, the first point I would like for you to consider today is that we need to have discernment. And friends, we listen to many, many things throughout the course of every week. We can go to church and listen to a sermon We might listen to podcasts from time to time. We might listen to news that's on television. You might listen to people as they are walking by. But what we have to do is filter things that we listen to and ask ourselves, does this line up with the Word of God? And friends, we need to be aware of what it is that we are hearing and allowing to come into our hearts. And some of it is good, and some of it could be evil. But we need to decipher and discern what is worth holding on to and what should go in one ear and out the other. We need to have discernment. Let's look at verse 5. For Job has said... I am righteous, but God has taken away my justice. Should I lie concerning my right? My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinks scorn like water, who goes in company with the workers of iniquity and walks with wicked men? For he has said, It profits a man nothing that he should delight in God. Therefore, listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do wickedness, and from the Almighty to commit iniquity. For he repays man according to his work, and makes man to find a reward according to to his way. Surely God will never do wickedly, nor will the Almighty pervert justice. Who gave him charge over the earth, or who appointed him over the whole world? If he should set his heart on it, 
if he should gather to himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh would perish together. All man would return to dust. That ends the portion of the chapter that Elihu is talking with Job's three friends. Now, when you listen to the rest of the chapter, it will sound a little differently. Let's begin in verse 16. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to the sound of my words. Should one who hates justice govern? Will you condemn him who is most just? Friends, the second point that I'd like to bring up today is should one who hates justice govern? And I am going to make reference to the current leadership in our country today. And our country today is not doing well. Our federal government, the leaders that are currently running our country, are not concerned with justice. We have a two-tiered system in our United States. We have Republicans and conservative people, and we have Democrats and liberal people. And as far as the justice system goes, it's like there's two separate ways of viewing people, and it's not right. Should they govern? This is the hard part. The Bible tells us that all authority is put in place by God. So the only thing we can do is to vote our current people out of office or make our voice known and object to some of the things going on. Let's go on to verse 18. Is it fitting to say to a king, you are worthless? And to nobles, you are wicked. Yet he is not partial to princes, nor does he regard the rich man more than the poor, for they are all the works of his hand. Friends, the third point I'd like for you to consider today is that God does not show partiality. And if God does not show partiality, neither should we. And a good passage of Scripture for this particular point I'm trying to make today is found in the book of James, chapter 2. If you go to James and read the first 13 verses, he's talking about why we should not show partiality. We cannot view people simply based on their looks or their dress or how they present themselves. God looks at the heart and not the outward appearance of man. Let's continue in verse 20. In a moment they die, in the middle of the night, the people are shaken and pass away. The mighty are taken away without a hand, for his eyes are on the ways of man, and he sees all his steps. There is no darkness nor shadow of death 
where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he need not further consider a man that he should go before God in judgment. He breaks in pieces mighty men without inquiry and sets others in their place. Therefore, he knows their works, he overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He strikes them as wicked men in the open sight of others, because they turned back from him and would not consider any of his ways. So, that they caused the cry of the poor to come to him, for he hears the cry of the wicked. And the fourth and final point I would like for everyone to consider today is that God hears the cry of those that reach out to him. Friends, God is interested in an intimate relationship with everyone listening to this podcast today. If you have a need, make your needs known to God. In James chapter 4, it says, You have not because you ask not, or because you ask amiss. Friends, God is interested in what our needs are. He wants you to reach out to Him in your time of need. Let's continue with verse 29. When He gives quietness, who then can make trouble? And when He hides His face, who then can see Him, whether it is against a nation or a man alone? That the hypocrite should not reign, lest the people be ensnared. For has anyone said to God, I have borne chastening, I will offend no more? Teach me what I do not see. If I have done iniquity, I will do no more. Should he repay it according to your terms, just because you disavow it? You must choose, and not I. Therefore speak what you know. Men of understanding say to me, wise men who listen to me, Job speaks without knowledge. His words are without wisdom. Oh, that Job were tried to the utmost, because his answers are like those of wicked men. For he adds rebellion to his sin. He claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. And friends, those last three verses, I'm going back to the portion of yesterday's podcast where I talked about that issue of pride. And Job allowed himself to have a bit of pride in the words that he was speaking against God. He was actually confronting God one-on-one, like he was battling with him, instead of bowing down and asking God what 
the right thing to do was. Before we close, let's go back to Proverb 18, verse 15. And it says, The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Friends, I looked up the definition of prudent, and to be prudent is an adjective. We act prudently. It's a way of acting. And the definition is acting with or showing care for the future. Listen to another definition. Marked by wisdom or judiciousness. Another definition says to be cautious or discreet. And another definition says thrifty or frugal. Now, friends, all of those definitions have a positive connotation to them. In other words, prudent, to be prudent, is a good thing. Now, in light of that, let's listen to that verse again. The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge. In other words, it is a good thing to acquire knowledge. And the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. And friends, I often talk about the importance of having wisdom. So here it says to have wisdom means to seek knowledge. And friends, knowledge is so important. To have wisdom is so important. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed this particular lesson. Chapter 34 of Job is very powerful. One of the things I ask is that you reread that chapter in its entirety along with rereading our Proverb of the Day, Proverb 18. But today my call to action is very simple. My question for each of you is, do you show discernment? When you hear things, are you asking yourself, how does what I just heard line up with the Word of God? And I think maybe if you ask yourself that question, maybe you might start not listening to some of the things that you listen to. We are to meditate on the Word of God night and day. Does that mean all we look at is the Bible? No. It's certainly a good reference point. I believe it's the main book that we should be looking at on a regular basis. But it's good to read other books. But we need to have discernment in order to live the kind of life I believe God wants each and every one of us to live. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your Son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and setting a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. 
You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, thank you for setting that example for me. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening today to this podcast would have all of their sins forgiven. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. Yet, Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me from this point forward in my life. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if you said that prayer, I'd like for you to go to my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. If you would, simply click on that contact tab. Let me know you said that prayer, and I want to rejoice with you. Also, for anyone listening, if you've never been on that webpage, please go on and rate this podcast. If you've listened to this and enjoyed it today or any other day, if you would, write a comment. Let people know about this. Let your friends know. Let your family know if you are blessed by this podcast. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with wisdom today.